Hi everybody, welcome to season 3 of Safe Space Podcast. I'm Lynn. Hi, salam alaikum. I'm Munira. Karibuni tena. How have you um, been since our break? It's been a long break. Has it been? I feel like it's been a month. It's been over a month. Whoa. Okay, I don't remember when we posted our last episode. episode. Yeah, but it has been quite some time. Wow. Yeah, it feels yeah. It's good to be back. Season three. Yay. Yeah, season three. Exciting. Yeah. It's exciting that we've been here for three seasons. Imagine. Can you imagine? Vile to learn the jokes. It's good to be back. Yeah, it is. It's good to be back. So how has your break been? You also had a break from school. How is it going? Um, it's going well. Can't wait to be back, actually. I don't know. I wasn't... I- didn't know I was the type who's going to be missing school and stuff like that. Maybe it has something to do with the Gumbaru things. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I can't stand being idle. I enjoyed it for the first week. And after that, I'm like, nah, I enjoyed being busy. <laughs> but isn't um, this the only week you've been idle? Yeah. But still. Now that you know, kids are back to school. Yeah. You know, getting getting used to a routine and then you take it away. Mm. There's that kind of feeling that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, now you're a mother to a six-year-old. How does that um, feel? Alhamdulillah. My daughter just turned six. I can't believe it. Wow. That means Time I'm aging. Flying. No, you're not aging. You're old. Wow. Umezeka. Ume and then Akubali, I've seen a, a few of gray hairs somewhere. Yeah. Bus. It, it, it's been exciting. Sealed the deal, you're old. Yeah. I love it. I love being old. I don't know how many people can say that, but I do. Only you. I don't think people oh. love being old. We just appreciate our age. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate the age I'm in, but I can't say I love being old. Okay, I don't feel old yet. So, oh, I think that's a feeling. Do you feel old? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm feeling old. I feel like aging grounds someone. And I'm kind of enjoying the grounding. The fact that I don't have to stay out late. My bedtime is at 10. I I enjoy those little things that comes with aging. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, aging is beautiful and and the growth that comes with it, mostly the growth and self-awareness that yeah. it comes with. Yeah, it gives you some comfort knowing that, you know what, I'm not missing anything if I don't go out. I'm not missing anything if I don't do these things that I used to do. So yeah, I feel like you aging don't comes suffer. with change. Yeah, formal. you don't suffer formal, yes. That, you don't yeah, suffer it at all. At all, I, I, I love it. <laughs> you mentioned change, and that's our topic yeah. for today. Interesting, yeah, that's our topic. We're going to discuss about uh, change, um, in terms of personal transformation, uh, both in ourselves and the people around us. Uh, we're going to talk about the negative impacts that comes with change, the positive impacts that comes with change, possibly share tips that, you know, how to navigate when you're going through this transformation. 
So yeah, that's our topic today because I feel like it's personal for me that I've actually embarked on that journey some time ago, like two years ago. And I juicy, I was like, hey, let me let me just stop and talk about this thing because how it is affecting me. I'm feeling good inside, but the outside people are not taking it as as something is positive, you know. There's that friction that comes with change. And that's what we're going to talk about it today. So, Karibu. Do you want to tell us how you've changed? Like um, the changes you've gone through recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like before someone decides to actually decide to change, there's something that pushes someone, you know, like a trigger. It could be a life-changing thingy or something to do with your health or something you've gone through or a psychological thing that you know I've gone through this I'm like you you notice something like there's a trigger for you that pushes you to actually change and what I've known is people don't change for the worse have you heard of something like that I don't know Mm, they don't think you change for the worse to change for the the worse Yes, always for the better. Like you notice something like a pattern, an ongoing pattern, and you decide, you know what, I'm not going to be doing this. So what am I going to do about it? So I think that's Mm. what I decided. Yeah. Like two years ago, those healthy patterns in my life, and I decided I'm going to do something about it. And I feel like going to therapy was my, what do you call it? was my journey to prompted change. the change yeah. yes like yeah I feel like therapy was the the ignition I was like okay but it worked well for me okay when did yeah. I change I'm trying to think when I I started I think it was after um a traumatic experience two years ago yeah imagine it's been yeah. two years oh my god it's like exactly two you. years a time like this two years ago, I was in a hospital bed. <laughs> now imagine. So, uh, <laughs> it's so interesting. So yeah, two years ago, after that yeah. traumatic experience, many yeah. things stopped mattering. You know, things that you thought were such a big deal. Yeah. They stopped mattering to me. And that's when my change just started happening slowly. I I, th- I think you just view life in, in a different way. I've talked yeah. to a number of people who have undergone mm-hmm. surgery of some sort, and they've said yeah. when you're that close to death, because it's there's no in-between, you either make it or you don't, Yeah, it's you just come out appreciating life more, feeling different. So yeah. I think, yeah, that's where my change started. Wow one day i don't think i'm ready to talk about it yet yeah, I th- I, yeah so may, yeah maybe one day i'll be open to talk about it and how it happened and the and the trauma that you suffer after and the yeah. the re- realization the acceptance it's it's a lot yeah so in any way that's what prompted the change but i think that i've changed more this year because yeah. i've started being very honest with myself you know, in what way? <laughs> um, I have to keep reminding myself that nobody's coming to save you, and that's just the truth. I remember we had this discussion where yeah. Lydia KM on social media says, "If you have that mentality, that yeah. it means don't you have friends?" But there's only so much that your friends and family can friends do. Can do. 
exactly like it has you're the to one who needs to take the initiative to to yeah. change yeah, yeah. so that is, I think now major change in self-acceptance has happened this year and stopping mm -hmm. the victimization because I realize victimization can be very toxic. Like if you it sit is. and think about it, it can be very, very toxic because you can get somebody, for example, you get sick or something bad mm -hmm. happens to you, but then yeah. I'm victimizing myself on your behalf. Can you imagine how toxic that is? Imagine. I'll be like, oh, imagine my friend Munira is going through it. And then I make it now, it's me. It's like, it's me going through it. And I'm invalidating your experience. Imagine. And that's also a form of victim. Yeah, you, it's toxic in the, in the sense that you find every yeah. reason to be a victim. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. it can be very, very, very toxic. So wow. let's go through the, the impacts of this change. Yeah. Before we talk about that, I, we talked about what triggers it, and then there's a process, the process that you are aware of what is the triggering, yeah? Recognizing that change mm. is needed. You know, the first step, you actually acknowledge there's something, there's a problem and I need to sort it out, or there's something that is pushing me to do better. Then there's the intention, it's like, okay, I want to do this because of this and this, I want to do this i want to go to therapy because i want to feel better i want to stop this toxic patterns of going through life every time you have a setback you know like you can't control mm -hmm. your emotions you can't regulate your emotions so there's that intention after being aware or acknowledging that that you need that change and then there's the action part is like you tell yourself you know what i'm going to do something about it and you actually do it it just that it doesn't become a talk that you keep doing, you keep talking about it, but you're not doing the action part here. Yeah? Mm. Then there's the, you actually reflect back on your, on your change. You look at yourself and like, what? Who was I two years ago? You know? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you can say all this starts with realizing that you can be the problem. You can be you the know, problem. I think, you know, that's the hardest thing for, I realize it's the hardest thing yeah. to just step yeah. back same, it's still the victim mentality where you never do wrong. People are constantly doing wrong to you. And if you yeah. think like that, you must step back and ask, what is it about me that people are always wronging me? Yeah, who's you the know? common denominator? Yeah, why is it that it's me? Yeah, I'm the one yeah. who's always being wronged. So what part did you play? Because in any relationship of any sort, yeah both parties contribute to the downfall of anything or to uh, to a problem so you must yeah. ask yourself yeah so it's you stepping aside and asking yourself so what did i contribute to mm -hmm. to to me being treated this way or what did i do what role did i play True. so yeah that is so that is a self what actualization like, or self-realization yeah. Yes, like you're actually realizing whatever happens in with you, it's not entirely. It, it's a two-way thing. Like you can't. That be, you can you can't also just... be the problem. You must admit <laughs> that you can also be the. Pro you're not perfect. You're a human being. Yeah. So yeah. you can also do wrong. Yeah, it's like what am I doing? Why does this thing keep happening? Keep happening. Is it me? Am me. I the, am I the trigger? Yeah. Am I the problem? And sometimes you are, and it's okay. 
Yeah. Because it, it is you okay. know you're not perfect. So what are you doing about it? Exactly. So yeah. yeah. So along we the way, along the, the episode, we're going to find out actually if you're the problem or the people around you are the problem. The problem. Either way. Yeah. How are you yeah. going to navigate it? Wow. wow. Yes. Let's dive in. Wow. So um, <laughs> the first the first step that actually happens when you go through change within within yourself or the people around you, um, there will be that discomfort to the people around you. Like they're used to this certain person that you used to be. Like I remember when we were doing the Q&A, these are a reply we saw on our page that a person said they used to be a yes person, a yes person. And all of a sudden, they've started saying no to the things that they used to say yes to. So obviously, they would, you know, it will make someone uncomfortable. It's like, how come Munira used to be a yes person? Everything, she was down for it. But now there's, you know, boundaries, there's assertiveness, there's a way you want things to be done, not in a way that you're enforcing some values that you didn't have. And that mm. one would be... How dare you? How it, dare you say? How dare you? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People may be may struggle to adapt to this, you know, these behaviors that you're actually it it will lead to to, to some tension, if I may say. Yeah, and that tension is fine because um, yeah. the same way you had the right to change. This person has a right to feel uncomfortable because it's not what they're used to. But it doesn't yeah. mean that um, you step back yeah. just to please the other person because to you, that change is mm -hmm. very positive. It is. You're actually yeah. feeling nice. Then you're, under, you're wondering, why is this person not feeling as nicer as the way I'm feeling? Like, you're supposed to notice these things. You're supposed to say, oh, you're, you're doing this, you're doing well, you know, but you're meeting this person and there's just negativity because it's not something they used to. Because as human beings are creatures yeah. of habit, we, yeah. we, we are creatures of habit. So if something changes, like I'm used to you yeah. saying yes to everything. And then that in Sony Mezoya, yeah. and then out of yeah. the blue, you're saying no. You see where it would be uncomfortable for me. Because this is not what I'm used to, yeah. so there'll be a bit of friction. But for and um, yeah. you should always put yourself first. People will deem it as uh, being selfish. I was told by the therapist that um, when you start setting boundaries, people will call you selfish, and that's okay. That's their definition of you setting boundaries that you're a I'll selfish you. person. Yeah, so it's okay. It's because their opinion is valid and it's theirs. Yeah. So you yes. think what you want to think, but to me, I'm setting yeah. boundaries. Yeah, so there, yeah, there will be that friction. You know how the strength that it takes for someone to actually be okay with the discomfort to the people around them. Like you tell yourself, if I'm feeling okay about this change, then the people around me don't matter. What if it's close relatives? Yes, but I also feel like they yeah. can be very manipulative, you know. Yeah. This yeah. manipulation is what makes you feel very guilty. And then yeah. you're going to slide, fall back rather, and do the thing that you yeah. had, you've worked so hard to change. And then you start feeling yeah. guilty again. You know, when you feel, you're, you're like, okay, I know they feel bad, but at least I didn't make myself uncomfortable. Yeah. That That pain of... 
accepting to be manipulated is worse than saying no. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you say no, you've, cho- yeah. you've chosen yourself. But yeah. now you just feel, you, you feel like, why did I do that? And I, I've worked so hard to be able to set this boundary. And then now yeah. I've fallen back again. And then it's such a toxic cycle of manipulation, in my opinion. So that's strength. It, it requires a lot of strength to mm, actually, yeah. yeah, this is the new me. Mm-hmm. So you take me as I am. Take your time to adjust, but undo mimi. Mimi ndo niko. Mimi ndo niko. Yeah, so I feel like if you come to that comfort of knowing you know, being okay with yourself, I feel like it brings, you start losing some relationships. Like the people who are used to you being you, and then there's this shift in who you used to be. You start losing your friends, you start losing your family. They start seeing you as like, no, there's no way this person will serve me anymore. So I might as well, you know, back back off Kidogo. So I feel like, the moment you engage in change, the moment you start discovering yourself, you know, your potential, your full fulfilling your full potential, you start losing some friendships, some relationships. I think it comes with it. And I don't know if that's positive or negative. To some extent, if they were friends, they're not supposed to back off, yeah? Mostly your friends, which is what I keep saying, the people who care for you, should mm-hmm. accept you in every stage of your life because as humans keep evolving, we don't remain the same. So yeah. we accept the old you. And I, oh, yeah. what I normally say is if you see that this person is happy, this new them is happy, yeah. why why wouldn't you support that? Why do you want them to be yeah. the state that didn't make them happy? If the old yeah. them didn't make them happy, why would you want them to stay there? They've yeah. done so much self-work to be this yeah. new person, to change. And then you start lashing back because it's making you uncomfortable. I feel like that's very selfish on a friend aspect. Yeah. yeah. In the family dynamics so that, now? Family dynamics is tricky because yeah. you can't cancel family. Yeah. Okay, I think you can cancel family if they're toxic, but now you see in Islam, toxic, yeah. in yeah. Islam, it is so tricky because they say these kinship ties uh, should not be broken. Important. But yeah. at what point, which is, I think we need an ustada maybe, to tell us um, yeah. at what point is it okay to cut these people off? Yeah. You're just putting yourself first, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's such a it's 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 so it's such an uncomfortable space if you're trying to merge religion and this mental health and space. Yeah, yeah because you can actually balance it. Yeah, so if you you're trying to keep this relationship but it's not serving you, so what do you do? And you see, mm. I yeah. feel like um our families. There's some conversations you can't have with them because they will not understand. First of all, they're in denial. And that denial, they will stand by it to their deathbed. You know? And then there's also the aspect of uh, respecting the elders. 
Whereas if you speak up to yourself, for yourself, yeah. it's considered disrespect. So That's a trend we? later on. We were yeah. talking about, yeah, how it makes a our family members uncomfortable i feel like you cannot you cannot reason with them because you've gone through a trans you know you, you may transform because someone that you're not used to so you can't reason with them so what do you do do you just be i don't know just be there even if it's i don't know i don't think you're allowed to be in a toxic place even if it's because of family members uh what i okay what i do the safest option is i choose silence you cut them off and not cutting them off you know because if you speak it can be viewed as disrespect something negative yeah yes so i i feel like just protect your space interesting i was i don't know I remember the first time I went to therapy and we discussed the family part and how how they can be a bit triggering, you know, like you realize a family member is a person who triggers you. And the first response I got from my therapist is like, cut them off. But later on, we actually worked on it. It was like, you know what? It doesn't matter, actually. If you're comfortable with yourself, it really doesn't matter if you cut them off or not. So... But know. what if they if they keep triggering you in the in the you what see, if they keep triggering no, you? That's now that's the part where we want to hear it from a professional, from mostly an, in the Islamic parts. Islamic I think yeah, from an ustad yeah. because I feel no, like now even you can't cut them off. You can't cut off your family. So now and and you don't want to be triggered. So now what do you do? Yeah. That's the so, that the, that by yeah. striking that balance is a bit hard. True. Yeah. So yeah. What happens now? That one it's to just, be discussed. Lose friends because of it. With friends, I think it's okay to lose Late. them. You, you see, like um, we say, friends are the family that you choose. Your own family, you had no choice. Yeah. This is who you have. But the the friends are the family. You yeah, choose. but friends you chose them. Yeah, so it's okay for them. And not all friends are forever friends. So oh, some yeah. maybe have served their purpose and it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's this, this type of friends, when they've noticed that you've changed, they start bringing out your past. We encountered those. Mm. Like, uh, Munira, you, we used to do this. Oh, Munira, you never used to mm. wear the hijab. Oh, Munira, you know. They're this type of friends that actually remind you of someone that you don't want to remember. And I don't think that that's a good thing. So I Those feel like, are not you know, maybe it's hard for them. Maybe it's hard for them to accept who you are right now. And I don't know why would someone actually bring up your past. I used to have, I used to experience the same thing, but with a family member. So every time I would make a step of becoming a better version of myself, they remind me of the person that I used to be I'm like okay hey so what is your intention actually why would you of all the things why would you bring up something like that something I'm embarrassed about something I don't want to remember something you've left in the the intention yeah the intention behind it that actually someone brings you and someone is seeing you flourish being the best version of yourself but you know what she used to do this I think those friends are they're very toxic. Like, for example, I can't yeah. remember. There's somebody 
um, see, you changed your name. You've said it before. And yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I can't remember who asked me why. And I was like, you know, it really doesn't matter. What matters yeah. is this is the name she is using now. And as now, people yeah. in her life, even the explanation oh. is going an extra mile. But as somebody yeah. in your life, you should respect that person enough to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Your name change, I just affect in any way. So, wewe, yeah. she's now Munira, yeah. use Munira. The, all these other explanations are secondary. They really don't matter. What matters is this is what the name she wants to use now. So, respect it and we move on with life. I don't know. I feel like that's it's something we should have started with before we begin the episode because that's a very dramatic change that um, happened to me that I changed my name. Delve into it, Kidogo. Yeah, like I changed. I think I changed um, in various aspects. First is I changed my name. Um, I still retain my dad's name and my Kalenjin name. Yeah, I'm Kalenjin, by the way, Naito Cherotic. <laughs> Yeah, I changed my name. I used to be yes, Kalenjin girls, by the way. If 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 we were ever to have another podcast, it was just called Kalenjin Sisters Podcast. That's such a cool name, by the way. So uh we talked up um I changed my name. I used to be Sheila. I, I never liked it. I think it's the first thing. The moment I started to go through this stage of actually changing myself, changing how I feel, how I look at myself. I remember the first thing my therapist gave me is to look at what does it who is Sheila? And we started with Sheila at first, and Sheila was just not, not a good, I wouldn't say a good person. It wasn't. I don't know how which word to use it, but it wasn't the place that I wanted she, to live anymore. She, Sheila, that, that, yeah, Sheila was majorly trauma, so there's nothing. Yeah, there's no positive. There's positive, exactly. I used to hear that name, and I would actually freeze. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> so so you, that's even the first before therapy, thing. the name yeah. Sheila was. Yes, you knew sir. that it was linked to some trauma. Yes, exactly. It has some trauma because um, if uh, I don't know, I, I don't think I've talked about it before in this in one of the episodes, but I am half Kalenjin, half Somali. So the other part was not comfortable with my name. Like mm. I would actually get bullied because um, I have a this name that doesn't resonate with the other side. Like, mm. why are you Shida if you Somali, you're wearing a hijab. So every time I would remove my mm. ID and I'm wearing my hijab, so it raises mm. an eyebrow. Now you have to explain. You have to do. You know what? I'm half Somali. I'm half. I got tired. So there's just mm. some trauma that comes either I grew up with that goes with that name. And the first thing that my therapist is like, I, I remember we had a whole session of choosing the names, like a name that works for me. Like that was my homework. Um, and we did in the Islamic perspective that uh, first names we went through uh, the mothers of the Quran, I think. Is it mothers of Islam? I don't know how to call them. The Kina Hafsa, Kina Aisha, Kina, mm, you know, the, the wives of the Prophet. Yeah. Yes, mm. I don't, there's a name that we called, I've forgotten. 
but I think I narrowed it down to Munira. I felt comfortable with it. Like for a whole week, I was like, I would call myself Munira. Like, does it is it sinking? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, the other people who refer to me as Sheila, but I I just give them time. But it doesn't affect me as much because I've moved on. So I yeah. say every time someone calls me Sheila, I'm like, if you were important in my life, you'd call me Munira. But Munira, okay, yeah. keep going. Yes, yes. I th- yeah. And I feel like so, that's yeah. such so a... So that was a huge change. Yeah, you've actually gone through the hugest of changes. It's like you created a whole exactly. new person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and what points that we are talking about here is we are talking out of experience like how have you encountered when you've gone through this change how did people feel about it how do you feel about it inside yeah yeah wow it's so interesting even for me it is (laughs) I I I don't think I remember a time I don't think even Sheila crosses my mind right now like I don't need to remind really? myself. Yeah, I I don't like when I'm calling you. I don't need yeah. to remind myself use Munira. Like it's now just second it's nature. Naturally. Yeah, like yeah, Sheila doesn't. I only use Sheila when I'm referring to you to people who knew you as Sheila. Yeah, like you get you're giving a backstory, <laughs> back history. Yeah, for example, <laughs> if I'm talking to my mom who knew you as Sheila. Yeah, that is when, or somebody who knew in the past, and I'm referring to you, that's when I would use Sheila. But otherwise, it doesn't come as, uh, I I really don't have to think about it. Initially, it was hard. Like, it took some time. But then right now, it's just, yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) It flows, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first person who who actually validated that name, and mm. I was actually shocked. But mm-hmm. it, it didn't even it didn't come to me as you know. Yes, I'm Munira right now. But my therapist, the f- mm. we did a session that we chose that name and we stuck to it. And the next session, it was just Munira. Like yeah. there was no confusion of Sheila. There was nothing. Like it actually flowed. I was like, wow, wow. Mm. I am actually her. <laughs> I better start yeah. wearing the hat of Munira now. Yes. So that was interesting. That was very dramatic change. Yeah. But But you know what comes with change is that criticism. I don't know, the inner criticism. There's also an outer criticism. That self-judgment is like, am I good enough for this? What would I am I good enough? Can I actually do it? You know, and uh, talking from experiences, um, I went back to school. I don't think that was a good, was an easy change, but I went back to school. Um, As a parent, it's not easy, but it's a change that I actually embraced. And it comes with, um, what do you call it? Imposter syndrome. Like, am I actually good enough to be in this school? Am I actually good enough to do this course? Yeah. So there's that mm. inner judgment that comes And also, am I too old to be in school, you know? Because in school, society exactly. Has, yeah, uh, like, society has put it that yeah. when you finish high school, that's when yeah. you're supposed to join uni. So now, at your age, yeah. you start asking yeah. yourself, okay, maybe I'm too old. And there's no age to education and knowledge. 
there really is no age limit. Yeah. You can go back to school at any point in time. Yeah. But inside internally you keep asking yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's that criticism, judgment, I think. And the people around you, like, yeah, the, the fact that you said age, that was I think another worry that I had because you were in school with 19-year-olds, guys who finished high school maybe last year. Mm. And you last the last time actually in a classroom was 14 years ago. So it's like, you start doubting yourself, will I be able to grasp these theories? Will I be able to grasp these things? How is the exams? Yani, there's just that self-criticism. And to top it all, the other people, you know, the outside criticism, you can never ignore the outside criticism, yeah? It's like, um, the, the funniest one I had was from a family member. And... The first time they had that I went back to I went back to school mm. um was like uh, so you've stopped giving birth like okay I don't know why would someone say that these family so members like, who are womb you, watchers yeah like focus on your womb exactly like Achananaza or other people you've gone back to school what about you're not planning to have any more kids you know I'm like okay yeah, you know, because you're this person that have changed dramatically, you have to really actually think about how you're going to answer because you're no longer getting triggered by these such questions because, you know, Kitamba would actually get triggered about these questions. I would actually, you know, start getting like, why is she doing this? Treat a whole scenario in my head. That is not actually mm. that. At times people mm. do ask these uncomfortable questions because they can't think of anything else. Or at times they're just evil so i give someone benefit of doubt before i actually you know take them as they are so it's like okay how should i answer this person i was like you know what when i finish school i'll think about it and yeah there's and, just and some people don't really need answers you start making change yeah, yeah that's true but this, always... this person is very close <laughs> yeah like you have to yeah. give a reason like when are you giving us another child now that you've gone back to school like Change is uncomfortable to people around you. That's that's what I would say. Yes, it, it's uncomfortable. But I also just keep saying if this change, if you if this person matters to you and you see this change is doing them more good than yeah. bad, all you can do is support. And slowly you're going to now start getting used to the way this new person is. And uh, like in marriages, if you see your partner has changed. They can also yeah. uh, make you change. You'll see, oh, by the way, now my husband or wife is setting boundaries and I think I should do the same. You know, you, you can even yeah. adopt these new things that you're seeing from your partner and yeah. be a better person for yourself. Yeah, but there's, there's that and then there's the negative side now where... You can't accommodate your partner's change, um, then that starts. It starts creating resentment. It's like, why are you not giving me the space to be myself now? Why are you limiting me? Like, why can't you be supportive? And then I don't know. Communication helps at this point, but still, there is that friction and resentment that comes with that when you can't accommodate the new person. This person, yeah, the new person your partner is, yeah. Yeah, and but I don't, I th don't you Maybe think communication this is will help? Yeah, <laughs> communication. Because I yeah, think um, like, 
you see uh, when i said setting boundaries can look selfish to other people they can view you yeah. as selfish but yeah. in in a marriage perspective if you just sat and talked to your uh, spouse i yeah. think that they would understand it would even change their mindset don't look at the negative you know one thing with human yeah. beings i don't know why yeah. you really have to do self work to change the mindset but things the first yeah. thing that comes to your mind is a negative thought you get yeah it it will always be yes, a negative yeah yeah so i think that's the first step is to change your mindset like you sent me a message and um you can see i read it on whatsapp but i haven't responded the first thing is yeah. oh now you're ignoring me maybe whatsapp yeah. is on on my laptop so it's showing it's red but i haven't read the message that could be a reason secondly so the message i am busy i will get to you later but now you are going to tell yourself yeah. okay now you see she's read my message she has ignored me or oh, now yeah. you create so much drama for nothing when you can just change your mindset first of all tell yourself she could be busy like just think positive and then yeah. wait and see and mostly it's never yeah. that serious it's something very it's never personal most yeah, of the I think, time i think we've we've just gotten our next episode from this conversation because that is just overthinking yes exactly it's creating yeah. scenarios that are not there to begin with and the moment you see yourself going the negative side in everything that is happening in your life or the people around you so the first thought that comes is just negative negative ah that mm. one will need some self work like i remember I, I, and i feel like it's very um uh, what's the word i want to use paralyzing can you imagine it just is. being in this constant cycle of yani it's back to the victimization that somebody always has a problem with you it yeah. can be very it's it's very draining even energy wise because you're constantly thinking of the negative and it's so easy to yeah. dwell in the negativity it is so easy to get carried away and you it dwell is. in that negativity yeah. yeah it's like it's feeding you what you want to be fed you know yes and misery so likes company so that i can have yeah exactly misery I, loves company it's a, um there's a is a way i remember my first few sessions i think i would be referring to my therapy session because it's the first thing that actually embarked me on this transformative situation that we're talking about the first thing that we dealt with in therapy was how to change your mind like my therapist would say every time you're having a negative thought switch it up you know like just flip it i know it's not as easy as it sounds but it takes time to actually you know switch off like no i'm thinking about this negative side what about this positive side and you'd go with mm. its positive side imagine you'll have a good day yeah exactly you 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 look at the positive in every situation i was listening to yeah. jules jules so this is love and she was mm. saying she started this yes. gratitude thing where yeah. she takes time like at the end of every day to write what she is grateful for and she's saying initially when her therapist would tell her to write five things she's grateful for she used to think like yeah. i'm not grateful for anything so what is this i want to write you know when you're going through life you can feel like there's nothing yeah, to be yeah. grateful for 
but she says no, no, in practice, she yeah. had to change her mindset first so that she can be able to be grateful. So she found that she was even looking forward to writing these things at the end of the day. She even set an alarm, like just before yeah. bed. Uh, she prefers uh-huh. writing it on her notes app on the phone. She just jots down five things. And then she realized that she's made she's it a habit for. where she doesn't even overthink it. So it could be, I'm grateful for, you know, we normally think of the big things. When you can, yeah. you could be grateful for being present in this recording. You can have yeah. been grateful for going outside for a walk. You could have been grateful for waking yeah. up in a good mood. Like it can be the tiniest of things. So, and now that yeah. will slowly help you change your mindset. Yes, life might, might be hard, but there are these good things that happen to me every day. I woke up. You know, I talked to my friend. We had a fun conversation. We laughed. I was grateful for the laughter I had in this conversation. So it bottles down yeah. to those small things. And, and that's how you slowly change your mindset. And she says that even generally, your life starts yeah. changing because you see, you view things in a positive way. Yeah. Imagine waking up in the morning and just looking at sunrise and actually enjoying Yeah, I'm grateful it. for the sun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful I think for the mango I had. You you can say you are grateful for your bread and porridge. You know, it's just those and small bread and things. porridge. <laughs> wow, you had to just bring those it small here, things yeah? that you see you ate it. It made you happy. You're grateful for that, so you start seeing that. In as much as life is hard and it's easy to dwell on those hard things, there yeah, are these small, small things, things that are grateful, for. and you can see that there are many. There, exactly. there, there can actually be many. Yeah. Yeah. So that's still so, change, right? Because you've changed your is. mindset. Yeah, it's a very I feel like if you actually change your mindset, that's a big win compared to these physical changes that you can actually see. I feel like in the mind is something complex. Like it takes time before you like before a person behaves in a certain way, like there's a constant, what do you call it? You pick behaviors from your environment, from the people, mm. and then those behaviors are instilled in your brain. So the moment exactly. you start saying, no, I'm not supposed, yeah, I'm not supposed to be feeling this. I'm not supposed to be reacting this in this situation. And you go back and actually change how your mind works. Yes. That's actually, it's very hard. Anybody who changes their mindset to from negative to positive, Oh boy, you have to you have to come back for a hug because it's something huge. Yeah, and also I feel like you should keep people around you who don't feed this yeah. negativity that you have. In a way, to you oh. I- I- initially, yeah. it can look like this person is not validating the fact that um maybe depressed. Because yeah. you're not, we are not sitting and dwelling in that in that depression. You know, you live and sink deeper and deeper. So if you have a yeah. friend and you look at it as a positive way, yes, I'm depressed, but I have yeah. a friend who is making me see that I can get out of it. We're not dwelling in this depression. My friend is showing me that I, yeah. I, I can actually come out of it. I can overcome it. That way you can start changing yeah. because depression is mindset anxiety is mindset i feel like when i changed my mindset even yeah. the my anxiety reduced i used to get yeah. anxious quite often but these days they're so fast paced yeah. just because i i changed my mindset and i stopped dwelling in the 
you know, thinking about things that I can't control, just living in the now yeah. has helped me yeah. even with the, and even to snap out of depression. Yeah. yeah because they you say know, depression is a disease, you know. It is a disease, but what off. causes it? Mindset, yeah. right? Because you sit and feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So don't yeah, you think you, you, you can your, flip you, it? Yourself a pity party. Imagine, and then and if you have for you to flip, who will flip it? Yeah. You need people around you to help you because it's very hard. You if you need to snap out of it, but yeah, you need people you to help you snap out of it. Of course, get the help you need, but yeah. also. Which is why I don't like yeah. people labeling themselves. I'm a depressed person. Ma, you know, you've, you've already, yeah, you know, I'm an anxious person. So, so you've yeah. already labeled yourself, of course, now your middle name should be anxiety or depression because you've put that label on yourself. Just treat it as a sickness and I will overcome. Same way, I've been sick this whole week. But I can't say, Sasa, um, I, I claim my sickness and it becomes Yeah, it shouldn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like well, we, we also create spaces for these people that go through anxiety and depression because, you know, you're, it's a it's a constant battle between yourself and your mind, yourself and your mind. And at times your mind actually wins. Like your conscious is not working. Whatever fear is paralyzing you, the depression is, you cannot. So for you to actually realize that I have to do something about this depression, I have to do something about this um, anxiety, is you realizing that this thing cannot win anymore. Like you have to win. Like, let me overpower it and by doing this is you have to go to therapy seek help um surround yourself with friends that bring out the best in you not the worst in you exactly like it's, it's a it's a process and it starts again the way we say that change starts with intention and being aware it's actually the same thing like for you to actually you start putting yourself you hold yourself you unajita meeting you're like mm. i've been feeling this thing for quite some time now what next? Mm, because we cannot yes. be doing this anymore. No. Yes. So that re yeah. self-realization that something has to be done, it's very hard for someone to realize that because what depression does is it makes you comfortable in your situation. It makes you comfortable in your self-pity. Yeah? Mm, mm, mm. It does. Yeah. So it, it this so anyway, so, in short, we're saying that change starts with self-awareness. Exactly. And this self-awareness doesn't come easy. Yeah, it, it takes a lot to actually um, be aware, be present. And you get them kutano, sasa. It takes a lot. Wow. So what happens? Um, I think this is a question. What happens that before you, go to, you went into this transformative process that you've changed, what happens to the shared goals you had, maybe with your spouse, maybe with your friends? What happens? Like, does it continue because you're no longer the person that you used to be? Or does it create now problem? Because now you're no longer the person that they used to be, but you already created a shared goals before you actually embark on this journey. So what happens now to this shared goals but you know in every um, what do you think uh, happens in every part of life 
we keep changing and evolving. Mm -hmm. So the things that I liked last year don't have to be the things that I like this year. The goals that I'd set for myself last year may not be the same. So I feel like in in that scenario, you should allow that um, my spouse has changed or have a conversation and come to a a compromise. Yeah. 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 Like just compromise. So even in friendship, you would say that? Yes. Um, for example, if wow. um, okay, so I what? I had a close friend, and then yeah, me I changed, I changed, and this new me can't accommodate you mm-hmm. anymore. I am allowed yeah. that change. So I have a conversation with this friend, and if you uh-huh. feel like it doesn't matter what they do, I'm just yeah. not feeling them anymore. You nobody has said it's a must. They have to be in your life. So you said you're putting yourself first. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it's okay to change. Yeah, I feel like it's okay to change. Same way people wake up from marriages and decide, I don't want to be with this man anymore. Nobody is sticking you there like a glue. The only person you can't choose is your mother and father. Because what will you do? But everybody else... (laughs) Yeah. Everyone else, you're, you're allowed to put yourself first and decide that maybe they're not serving me. This new me can't deal mm-hmm. with with the person that you are. It's I, I feel like it's very okay. In, in a marriage perspective, just have a conversation yeah. with your spouse. And yeah. uh, like, I'm you, sure you, you can come to a compromise. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you wait for someone to be on the same level with you? Because now you've evolved, you know. And this person you, that you once shared values and goals with is stuck at that place that you used to be maybe three years ago. So if you, maybe you value the friendship, you value the relationship, what, what happens now? Do you wait for them? Or do you keep evolving and leaving them? Because especially, yeah. Evolving is such a personal thing. I don't think uh, you need hand-holding. You can can do it alone because it doesn't matter how aligned we are. We can never move at the same pace. True, true. Yeah, but but if you see that this person is trying to change, you can always get coming to some sort of compromise. If you see that they're also putting in the work, you will yeah. meet somewhere. Your goals might not align, your vision might not be no. the same in this journey, but yeah. you will you can it, it's either you meet somewhere or you leave them behind. And this yeah. waiting mm-hmm. waiting game has to be both ways. This person needs to know that oh, I, you yeah. know I can't dwell in I can't dwell where you are, but I can hold your hand so that we get to yeah. at least the same sort of level. Same level. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. So again, it has really to come out from that person that they actually want to go through this stage with you, this process with you. Yeah, yes. And this you will lose a lot of people, to be very honest. You're going to yeah, lose a lot because, of people. And this is the the thing that nobody prepares you for it's actually the change that comes with it can pain. be lonely Jing. it can be lonely it, it can, can be very lonely, can because, be lonely because you're fighting battles because people yeah. think you've become selfish you, you become somebody that yeah. they can't recognize so you're fighting those battles secondly you're losing mm-hmm. people because now people don't appreciate this new you and we yeah, know uh, making friends when you're an adult is pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard to make friends wow. when you're when you're an adult. 
So you can find yourself very lonely, yeah. which is why uh, you need to enjoy your own <laughs> company and find things that feed yeah, you. You enjoy Yeah, you have to enjoy your own company. Exactly. And find things that feed your soul. But, like you enjoy yeah, going as long as... where maybe you enjoy going bike riding at Karura. Make it something that yeah. this is a me date. I'm, I'm going on a solo date. To yeah. make myself happy and slowly along the way, you will make people who you make friends at Karura and be like, okay, so now you're my cycling people. You yeah. you just have to nini, adapt. Wow. Wow. That yeah. was interesting. So if you're going through change, the transformative process, um, and maybe you need help, I think there are resources, online communities. I feel like there are WhatsApp groups that um, like the one where we are in, the one for Nasra is actually about elevating the women, talking about um, mental health and stuff like that. So if you're going through change and you're wondering, what what am I going to do? What What is this new feeling? There are online resources, online communities. There are also books you can read to help yourself understand the process, you know, get tips on how to navigate these changes, you know. Um, also th- therapy. I feel like therapy is a, Again, we'll keep talking about therapy as we go on because it's very important um, when yeah. you're navigating change. Then, yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram Maybe. and let's have these conversations. Like, just exactly. follow yeah. us and now let's let's have these conversations. Let's hear your side. Uh, when we shared, we had the Q and A on Instagram. I liked yeah. the responses we got from people and it was beautiful seeing yeah. how younger people like younger than yeah. us in their 20s are embracing yeah. change and putting change. themselves first and not compromising just to make people yeah. around you feel happy yeah that was a very yeah. interesting discussion we had yeah so let's so, see. just follow us let us let's talk yep yeah mm-hmm. To finish up, I'm going to read something, I think, mm-hmm. but it's from an unknown author that okay. I, I find I kind of resonated with me. So it says, the it's about change, yeah? The caterpillar mm-hmm. does not become a butterfly by telling everybody it has wings. It undergoes a transformation in seclusion and emerges, changed into the sunlight. Oh, wow. That was it. Yeah. yeah, that is so, quite wow. That is, share it with me. I'll post it on, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah, on the caption yeah. of, of this interesting audiogram. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, yay to season three. Yeah. Uh, we are missing Saumo. Yeah. She's taking a break. So, she, she'll let us know when she's ready to come back. So, so yeah. Inshallah. Yes. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. It was.